0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sexually Scale Project podcast. I am, as always, your host, Hannah Wolfen, and in this episode, we're talking to my first man. I know, it's a miracle. I never thought I would find one to actually talk to me, but I found one and I'm holding on to him when we are covering being a gay boy in a small town. We're also talking about girls, we're talking about grinder hookups, and being very happy out.
1: Enjoy. So I'm uh, 26 years old, I identify as a gay, I'm born a man, I'm still a man, and I am originally from a very small town in Italy.
0: When did you move to Berlin?
1: Um, almost one and a half years. I came here for, um, to finish my studies and work.
0: In your little town, <coughs> in Südtirol, how comfortable were you? Being a gayle, um, a gay. I was gay, a gay cis male, a gale. <laughs> I'm just renaming that. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> oh god. Um, I'm actually. I. I don't think I still do feel comfortable there. Right.
0: Um.
1: Uh. Also, something that will come to later. I've only very recently come out to to my parents at home. Um. So, even there, it's something that I have to get used to. Um, I'm not publicly outed in the village. Well, the thing is, it's still a very conservative kind of climate and everything. And the only thing we've known about gays, basically, was there's one openly gay man in the village who... um. I say, uh, there's a thing in German who... Well, he he ticks all the boxes. So he owns a bar, he regularly dresses up as Elvis and sings like the worst Schlager (laughs) uh, in the bar, which is obviously great for him that he feels comfortable doing it. But I would say that for, for someone like me growing up there and not being sure about my sexuality or anything, it's rather terrifying because... Then this is the only picture I had, and obviously I didn't want to do that. And he also,
0: like, he sounds like the only gay in the village.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, he is. And you didn't, yeah, it's kind of it's it's, it's scary because you, of course you hear people talking about him and and not necessarily the nicest things. Like he was still part of the community and everything, and his friend is just like, I didn't want to dress up and sing in front of people, and. So that was kind of like I think the first picture we had of, or I had as of, of gay, gay people. Gay men. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, dad, and additionally, obviously, of whenever in a village, someone talks about gay people's and using the word "gay" as an insult, regularly. Um. Yeah.
0: Towards him. No, We're not not it.
1: towards him, but in general, like when you're with friends and and someone does something stupid and and oh some you see something stupid and you're like oh that's okay, like sh- right. in the German like it's it's more negative in German it's it's schwul es ist so schwul and so on in in German it's very often also like not an insult in it does not have, actually have anything to do with gay it's just a synonym for bad. I think in German, it, at least how I grew up, the term like the German term for gay is not necessarily related to gay at all, or like to I sexuality. Know. It's more like it's actually just like it's just literally like when you have like to do homework as a kid, really? and it's like an, an annoying exercise, like one that you just don't and know that's to gay the, and that's gay then.
0: Okay, that's a very different use of the word. I yeah, think. yeah.
1: But it's. Hmm.
0: When you were young, I can imagine you didn't really want to come out, like as a teenager, especially with the example that you had in the village. Um. Did you date a lot of girls in high school and stuff like that?
1: Actually, um, I didn't. Like, I wasn't even, like, thinking myself that I was gay. Uh, In the sense, like, I was, like, more in my head, no, this can't be, This, this can't be happening. And so it took a year into uni when I left until I finally admitted it to myself. So I was 21 at that point. And that's when I started to, like, to actually also consider myself as being gay. Or yeah. well, at least to be, in that sense, hon- honest to myself and say, yes, of course. Like, because before, uh, it was always, um, yeah, I didn't want to be. It couldn't be. I can't be. And there's this, um, I remember there was this one part in those kind of, t- these this, this teenage books that do kind of like the sexual education. But, like that's how I got my sexual education from mm-hmm. books. Um, actually, quite good books. Like I, I, it's it's not like actually I think my parents did did the, a good job there. It's um, the thing is there was always one part in these books that said that most people or a lot of people have at least some gay thoughts during their teenage years, mm-hmm. but they will pass.
0: So it's like a temporary thing. Yes.
1: Yes. Hmm. And so I was uh, like very long. I was just hoping it would pass.
0: Hmm. You said something earlier about your sister when I asked about teenage years and then the peer pressure of dating. Like the, most of the women I interview when they grow up and they're like in their teens, they're peer pressured into having a boyfriend. And did, you, did you see I, that? And you said something about your sister. Yes, I definitely saw
1: something. Um, one thing that I, I, I'm not too sure about, whether she was pressuring herself because everyone was doing it or whether actually anyone from outside was talking to her that she should.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: just remember her saying something when she was like 12 to 14. I think that was the window. Well, she said that much later, but she said during that time because everyone around her was having boyfriends. Well, she specifically said talked about boyfriends, not about having sex. But she said that like she would have said yes, no matter who would have asked her right. in that time. Right. So like if anyone would have like walked up to her and asked her if she wanted to be his girlfriend, she would have said yes
0: because she thought that was supposed to happen. Yes. So so then. Um, I mean obviously I'm not interviewing your sister but then from your perspective when you were 12 to 14 how, th- how did you perceive the pressure on the boys? <clears throat> like were you pressured to have a girlfriend then?
1: Um, actually I would say no. Um, there were several reasons for that. First of all I was with a group of friends that were all quite, um, what's the saying in English, this island of misfit toys, we're all a little bit awkward, weird. Um, yeah, like
0: the, the nerds and the outcasts.
1: Yes. Something. And so.
0: Okay. So then was your sister in a popular group?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Right, okay, so then maybe that is different.
1: Yes, maybe. Like that, um, I remember, even though it wasn't a lot, like sometimes relatives would ask, and do you have a girlfriend now? And uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I. I think people did not necessarily push me that much because I was the like the actual nerd Mm. the 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 the, yeah yeah i was the nerd and like i actually i kept myself telling that because i was like already early on i wanted to get into uni i liked school i liked um, i liked studying and learning and i always told myself i should concentrate on that and i want to concentrate on that and since i wasn't particularly i wasn't interested in girls and i didn't allow myself to be interested in boys so there yeah, was So not then
0: the other thing would be studying yes so it was a nice but you enjoyed it obviously yes it i was enjoyed also it kind of an easy way out for you yes that's interesting since you kind of like went into the whole studying thing mode when when did you lose your virginity was it with a boy or a girl
1: uh with a boy after i was 21 um it was actually also my first kiss and uh the other guy was well like so i had like uh i yeah i still count this as my first one although we didn't like have any penetration or something mostly because he fell asleep Oh, my God. So I remember, like, because um, that was the same, it was the same, like, I had the kiss, I kissed him, and uh, then kind of went towards the bed, and then he fell asleep. And I I remember the first time being kissed, I was like, oh, and this is why people are so... What people are so crazy about? um
0: Was the was the kiss not good? No, the
1: kiss was good. The kiss was very good. I just like I was, this is weird. This is.
0: And you had never kissed someone before, nope. besides your parents, like on the cheek.
1: So sure, yes, but it was my first kiss, and I was like, okay, and this is supposed to be feel that good.
0: Was there a tongue?
1: Yes, a little bit. Okay. No, the kiss was was fine. Even later, like. Considering it's just like, I think it's more of a thing. I compared it more to the taste of beer. I don't know anyone who like really liked the first taste of beer, and then they grow to like it. Right. And so I think I had the similar journey with kissing. Like, I remember there being one or two times where I was really stressed about never having kissed someone or never having had a girlfriend.
0: A girlfriend?
1: Yeah, because I thought, yeah, well, it's the right thing to do. Because right. uh, like, it was before my whole, okay, I'm gay, admitting it to myself. And I assumed that if there had been a girl um, who would have then dealt with my freak because there were, I think, two instances where girls have expressed their interest, where I was initially, okay, let's do this now, and then I freaked out and called everything off.
0: Mm-hmm. But have you ever had sex with a girl? No. Never? <gasps> You're a gold star like me.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, okay,
0: so col- So this was in college, right? University?
1: Yes, this was 2021. Right. Like, I remember I, so I freaked a- out so much in the beginning. I, oh, I, was just I had gonna to go ask, to therapy
0: oh, for quite
1: some time. I thought,
0: like, you would throw that door open and no. visit every dark room in the town. But no, 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 no. no. Okay, oh, I was so, still it was actually so opposite. scared.
1: And it, it, like, I mean, in the end, and I. Why,
0: though? Is that because of your where you come from? Or was this some internal thought that it was wrong or something <clears throat> was wrong? or
1: I think it was more that, and then I had to kind of learn that it's not wrong anymore
0: but don't you think that has a lot to do with your parents as oh well? sure
1: and it's it's i mean there's so many things like i mean that this is not the only thing that definitely had a major impression in my psyche and my mental well-being um uh, it, it was just another thing i could okay it sounds a Study. bit hard but torture myself with and oh. say that I did something wrong and this is not okay and so on and then basically the first time, I remember the first night I was thinking well but maybe I why not like why is it a bad thing or why should it and why should I and then I thinking, and then I got in a massive panic attack mm-hmm. and that's why I decided to go into therapy <laughs> Very good and I think the the therapist that I had there he was well, he was actually gay himself, so he could relate some things, and he he tried to um, to help me there. Um, and actually, like within I think half a year, I came out to some of my friends, and uh, within a year, I was out to everyone in the city where I was studying.
0: Okay, so you were like 23?
1: twenty yeah, twenty two. I'd say. Like it was the year 2000, by the end of 2013, I was out.
0: Okay. So it took you about four years to come out to your parents after you? Yes. Felt yes. Comfortable. Yes. Why do you think it took you so long to come out to your
1: parents? Um, one of the major issues that. Um, so the thing with my parents usually is that either something goes really well or really wrong. Mm hmm. <laughs> It, it,
0: There's like no middle way.
1: No, they don't do middle ways. Like either it's World War Three or it's okay. And um, one thing that I was afraid of because I was still a student and I, because I was studying in Switzerland. Um, and I couldn't like I there was no way I could have afforded continuing my studies, so that was definitely always an excuse to delay it and delay it and delay it.
0: You were afraid that you would be reprimanded for coming out by not having your parents pay your tuition. Yes. And put you through school.
1: Yes. Like, that was definitely a fear there. And I um, I definitely didn't want to risk that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was number And then I was, I was like... Uh, I mean, the thing is, there are a lot of ups and downs with my parents, and there were times that I was like, thinking, uh, "Why should I tell them? I don't have a close relationship to them. They're not. They don't seem particularly interested in my life. Sometimes."
0: Okay, well, then it makes and sense that you waited.
1: Why should I? Yeah. Why should well, I? Like. I don't have to tell everyone on the street. And yes, it's a bit of a stretch to compare them to like anyone from the streets. But Mm. sometimes it felt a little bit like that.
0: I can relate to that. I understand that.
1: Uh, Yeah. And so it it took took some time. I think one of the best things was my dad's ex-girlfriend because I came out to her rather quickly, might I add. And then she actually was quite a big of help in that department.
0: Mm, that's nice. And do you feel comfortable now?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Like, I absolutely don't have any problem with my sexuality. I, like, I mean, I still do have other problems which also come from my childhood, which might or might not be connected to that. But at the moment, um, especially here in Berlin, I feel very comfortable to be... Th- an out game and in a committed relationship, and I have no problem saying that at work or anywhere else.
0: Why did you move to Berlin? Because you studied in Switzerland, Zurich, yes. right?
1: Well, the thing is, a um, couple of reasons. First of all, I didn't find a position in Switzerland, and. The, the one in Berlin kind of happened because I have a friend who also worked here and he knew someone who was looking for someone and so introduced each other and they liked the projects and everything. So that was um, one of the reasons. Another reason was I was actually looking to leave Switzerland because if you want to stay in the field that I am, it's actually good that you move. You don't do everything at the same university.
0: Just to clarify to members listening... Um, you are a scientist. Yes. If we want to keep it a bit general.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: um, okay, so then you came here. When did you come here? How old were you?
1: Uh, how old was I? It was October 17. So I was 25.
0: Okay. So you're 25 when you came to Berlin. So then your door went open. You were looking through every dark room in Berlin. Or am I, gen- am I exaggerating? <laughs> or did you go on a bit of a rampage?
1: Um, I definitely had some experience here in Berlin that I didn't have uh, in Zurich. Right. Um, well, one reason being that some things do not exist in Zurich. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, but is that something that you were like interested in like going on grinder and like I'm completely generalizing gay men.
1: So the thing is there was definitely a period and it was exactly during the time when that happened a lot. Mm -hmm. It however is not connected to the move in Berlin. Move to Berlin. Mm -hmm. Um I would also say one other reason for the move to Berlin uh, like it's kind of connected to so the thing is like i had a breakdown in summer of 2017 in switzerland Mm -hmm. in In switzerland Switzerland. still yes so i was actually in a clinic from for one and a half months two months Mm -hmm. july august
0: and this was related to a relationship
1: uh Yes, or like a ma- couple of things, but the last straw was a failed relationship in the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, I think, well, that definitely just put me over the edge. Right. And uh, so, definitely, like, but the thing is, the point is that even when I got out of the clinic, I. Like, I didn't want to kind of shut myself in at home, not doing anything, but I also wanted to keep everyone at, at, at least an arm's length distance. That's why Grinder is in that way kind of useful, because then you always have like two or three people at the same time you're at least chatting with. So you don't get attached to one person alone too much.
0: Right. But would you chat with them just for the sake of chatting? Both. Or would you hook up with them?
1: Both. Like I would do whatever yeah. I wanted right. with them. I would. Some people I just chatted. I chatted. that like actually one person I've never met. He lives in Sweden. We've been chatting since then, and it's not even like sexual sexting or anything. It's just normal. Just chat would, friend. Yeah, and uh, there are two friends that I have now. Three actually, three very close friends.
0: Through Grinder without. Through Grinder. Um, or after hookup.
1: Well, two of them are in a committed open relationship, and now it's basically I'm friends with the whole couple.
0: But you met on Grinder. Yes. Wait, you met the couple on Grinder. Yes. Um, you were the third.
1: No, Where actually, you the third with one. I was a third with one. I actually hooked it up only with one of them. Okay but the thing is it was more like yeah that happened once but after then we we realized hey we're getting along actually really well Uh, and we started doing like things like normal things like stuff that friends would do we started going out drinking we started going out normally and and like without anything talking about stuff Uh, well with one of the one couple it it usually involves a lot of drinking or going to the gym together they were by accident in the same gym in the same class uh, it was actually quite funny because i've i've chatted with them for some time and then i went to gym class and then they were there and then we started talking there and I was like, okay hey, are you these guys and they were like yes so yeah
0: it's a small world after all
1: yes absolutely
0: so um i usually ask if people had a one night stand but i can confirm from your grinder history i would say oh, sure. yes but do you feel more emotionally attached regardless of a hookup or are you very easy that you have a hookup and then you can just let go and move on and not really think about it anymore
1: uh, <clears throat> i mean i've definitely had those kind of hookups um
0: but in hindsight, whenever you had a hookup, did you then sometimes still think about that person, or was that completely like that was it? I'm done, moving on.
1: Mm, I would rather say like still think about that person. Like it's it's. Um,
0: like would 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 there sometimes be curiosity? Like oh, I would have liked to um, have known like, him um, better, but he was not interested really in that. Or
1: maybe yeah, that that definitely occurred sometimes um clearly not always especially like if in the end neither i found a person very interesting or the sex and and or well no the sex wasn't actually that much of a if i didn't find a person that much interesting I, it was easy to just move on
0: uh, then here's a very interesting question obviously why i'm doing this Are you still able to have sex with someone even though you don't find them that interesting? Or is that a turn off for you?
1: Well, it depends. If I just don't know the person, there's still some kind of interesting in there. So because I don't know them yet. So Mm -hmm. that's why hookup works. If I don't find a person interesting, then no. Like if I've had like a date or two with them and I just find them, oh, I, I don't find them interesting or appealing in any way. I'm, I'm really... Like, that's a really big turn-off. Mm-hmm. Like, and definitely...
0: Wait a minute, you're saying that if somebody doesn't look nice, that's more of a turn-off than somebody's personality? Is that what you meant?
1: Um, yeah, no, no. The thing is, if the personality is, 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 is shit, then I won't have sex with that person. Right. If... like the thing is yes if someone okay if i don't like someone particularly but he's still like extremely good looking then i might like say okay we do it once and then it's over Um, that might happen hasn't in a long time though
0: so that means you can kind of separate the emotional feeling you have for someone with the way they look? Yes. Okay. So then I the way so. they look is still way more than than how you feel about them.
1: Well, I have to agree on that, although I don't particularly like that.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's irrelevant. You are who yeah. you are. And if you're a very sexual person that can remove emotions from the sexual acts, well, and maybe that's not your the majority of the time, uh, your personality, but still is a part of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's all on a scale. Like the majority of the times you are connecting those two things. And yes. sometimes you're like, mm, I'm horny, he's hot, he's got a six-pack, whatever. Yes. And he's handsome. He has a handsome face. Yes.
1: Yeah, that could Um.
0: But... Um, A little bridge to this about that. How important is love or romance to you when you're having a sexual partner? When having
1: sex or with a partner?
0: Let me put it this way. Um, Do you enjoy sex more when there's feelings involved?
1: Mm. Yes, but it's very, very different. In my opinion. In what way? Um, so I kind of I always have experienced sex different, whether I'm in a like loving committed relationship, and whether it's more of the hookup type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what? one thing that I like about the hookup thing is the excitement that you have. So it's kind of like either the first time or the second time, or just something that um, you find that person attractive in like either physically or or their personality and so on. And you're like, in that sense, having fun. And and it's kind of like there's a certain kind of tickle there. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, um with a uh, relationship i always feel it's it's much close there's much more contact it it feels so much closer it's yeah it's, it's just way more intense but without tickle i i sense like without this excitement of this something new right and
0: right you mean that with when when it's a hookup there's this excitement of it's new. Yes. And then and when you, when you've been with someone for a while and that you have feelings for it's just intense, but that excitement
1: is not there. Right. And so it sometimes is for me that I sometimes miss that excitement. Right. So do the you, sex do itself do
0: you think is the excitement thing sorry I'm interrupting yes, you. Mm-hmm. But do you think that excitement thing is something that because um, that's a good point I think some people are addicted to that excitement thing mm-hmm. and so they're constantly trying to hook up with new people to get that excitement
1: sure.
0: Um. doesn't sound like you are but if, when you're saying like I sometimes miss that like in, to what extent like how deep does that go like would you ever break up with a partner over that or cheat
1: uh, no one no um cheat is something no that i wouldn't do first of all because i've got my first hand experience on that how that feels what that does to you Mm -hmm. uh, was one of the reasons that led to my breakdown Mm -hmm. um well it wasn't actually like the cheating was also the handling of the cheating because then uh yeah, but still, like, it's something, if if I agree with my partner on being in a close, committed relationship, then that's it, full stop. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I would break up with it? No, I don't think so. The reason is because I think I actually broke up with my first bro- boyfriend, partly, or at least to some extent, because of that. But that was more because I couldn't... uh, Because
0: of what? Sorry. Because of...
1: The the lack of excitement. Right. In that sense. Because, I mean, there were also a couple of other things, but also that things I think I didn't understand back then. Um, I couldn't, like, put my finger on, oh, it's the excitement that I'm missing. Whereas now... I know if I think him, mm, yeah, that that's why um, I feel like I know when I'm just missing the excitement, and um, uh, and I think you can create this sort of excitement about other things, also with your partner, and it does not necessarily have to be sexual.
0: Right. No, it doesn't. No, I think you're correct. And so,
1: if I'm craving excitement. I can do that. It with can my
0: it can be very many things and not necessarily sex. Yes. I definitely agree with that. Um, so about your current part- partner partner, um, what does he identify as? Um, also, a gay. Yes, <laughs> <In case laughs> gay. <Gale. laughs> um, how long have you been together?
1: Hmm. We've been together since last year, October.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't even know how many months that are. Um, we've met in May. Six no, sorry, last year, August. Sorry, August.
0: So that's about six, seven months. Yeah. Um, and how's it going?
1: Um, I think it's going really well. Um, it's new for me. Uh, to be things.
0: to be in a healthy relationship, you mean?
1: Yes, and that's one, nice. Yeah,
0: isn't and, that exciting?
1: Yes, exactly. And there are like so many other things, where I can find my excitement. So that's why I say, like, um, yes. And the thing with him is, I uh, absolutely adore him, and he's like, like with him, it doesn't even have to be necessary sex. I what I enjoy most, like so much with him is. Just being there with him, even just like cuddling on the couch or just watching something or discussing something with him. Um, and that definitely gives me so much more than any excitement I could get from a hookup.
0: From just sex. Yeah. Right. Like That's that
1: good. is... Um, like I've, I've I've actually i've been trying to think back of before i met him when i was still in let's say the phase with with little elevated grinder usage it was stressful if i think back now it was i spent so much time on my phone trying to find hookups and I mean, a part of it from always being, oh, will that person write back or not, or the oh, and. Uh, oh
0: my god! I cannot even imagine.
1: And well, that and they kind of like sometimes the responses were just mean, degrading, uh, or just this this kind of the way people do some sort of discussions there, uh, and I hated when people don't respond to jokes. And they just uh, and people on grind, especially if they're horny, they like they no they, they don't just want to talk do about one thing. <laughs> yeah they don't do jokes, and uh, yeah if I think about it, there's but so humor much... is
0: so important when you're having sex, but that's exactly.
1: Just like... And so I'm like, yeah.
0: Mm. Uh, do you was... think that um, the whole grinder thing in gay men in general, just from your game from your gay experience? perspective because that's kind of what you know the impression i have and i've had very many gay men in my life thankfully um shout out to my gay boys hey um but sometimes and not all of them but i would i would hear the stories and i just and i had one friend who was seriously i think a bit addicted to it where he would sometimes have a, three hookups in one night, and he would just kick somebody out of his bed, like, oh, I'm not really enjoying this, you can go. And then half an hour later, he would smoke a cigarette, half an hour later, he would be on Grinder finding somebody else, and it would be 4am, and somebody else would come around. And then the next morning, he would feel awkward, because he had to kick that person out. You know, it's kind of like, it just, to me, it sounded, there's nothing sexy about it. And do you think that in the gay male community, the, the sexiness of hooking up and enjoying sex and be passionate about sex has kind of like been kind of whittled away because everyone's on grinder and it's all like quick, 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 and now, now, now. And it's that it took kind of the passion and the, the sexiness out of it. Do you think that as a gay?
1: Not, Not as a general rule um i mean obviously there are those people that do that um one thing that stresses me so much about having many hookups is the fact that you need to get checked regularly Mm -hmm. and like even me even in the times where i didn't have a lot of sex i still did those checks regularly i wouldn't agree that a hundred percent of of that of this grinder business is actually happening. Mm. Second of all, I my opinion is that Tinder for gay people is that what it was supposed to do for straight people. Basically, the gays who are looking for relationships go on Tinder. Those that look for sex, cheap, quick sex go mm. on Grinder. So, so it, the, um,
0: you're saying they're still kind of like. Um, a choice of what you're looking for, but I—I mm. I mean, I think there
1: are people. I think so. I think
0: there are guys that are on Grinder that are open to finding a partner. Oh, absolutely! A no,
1: no, that—that that, I didn't mean that. It's um yeah. absolutely. I It still happens. But I think it, it happens more still... by
0: accident than purpose.
1: Yes. So the thing is, usually, if people are on Grinder, they are on Grinder for a reason.
0: Yeah, and if they and want, that reason they want is... love, they go. I'm
1: they go on other sides, yeah, I think. Like, at least there is at least it, partially a distinction between those two. Right. Um, So, yeah, so um, I would definitely agree that I don't know. Um, I wouldn't even say that the sexiness goes up because I think, okay, three people in a night is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's incredibly a lot. Just the logistics and does ah. he shower in between? Because I really hope he does. I um, did not ask that. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the thing is, like, um, in that sense, uh, sometimes something just very physical can not be very much enjoyable. And it also passes the time so wonderfully. In the sense that...
0: It sounds tiring to me.
1: Well, yeah, you could say that. But if you have someone who is especially insecure and... Being alone with your own so- thoughts oh, can be quite oh, scary. Yeah, totally, yeah. and so basically, the amount of time it takes to organize,
0: but also kind of get—I think it's an emptiness that they're trying to fill, and sure. I don't—I don't think it lasts, but it's, it gives them a short.
1: I—I would not even necessarily go that far that they're trying to fill it with it, even though it might seem it more like to to do something so you don't notice it. Hmm. That was at like—I mean. At least for me, I have the feeling that that was definitely a big part of the fucking around. In the sense that... Um,
0: like filling time?
1: Yes. And basically, you do something that takes up so much of your time that you don't have that much time to think about anything else. Mm. You don't have that much time to think about, oh, does he like me? Do I like him? Do I... Ugh, oh, Stress.
0: Right, like when you go on a first date, like that first first date. (sighs) Talking about oh, um, are you into anything kinky? Like, is there any any kink?
1: Yes, sometimes a little bit, but it's very person specific. I'm Mm -hmm. only into kinky if it's at a one-night stand. Oh, okay. I'm not, but the thing is, kinky not I, like I don't need leather and whatever. Just yeah, you know, a little I mean, bit kinky of handcuffs, like a little bit, like nothing too or A little spanking, handcuffs. I do a little bit, casts, know, a little bit um, especially if then the guy is a little bit bigger, a little bit more muscular, a little bit more macho. Mm-hmm. Then I like him to a little bit more. To be a little bit more forceful, but as I said, only in one instance. One instance. I hate that in relationships. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I've I've actually I've been wondering this myself for 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 quite a while. Just like it takes a little bit away of the intenseness of the normal sex. Also, it just it it, can't, it doesn't feel right then, and it feels fake, and it feels like. Ugh, Because the thing is, I would never normally want to be treated like that in a relationship.
0: Oh, I see. So you're basically fulfilling a fantasy in real life. And because it's a one night stand, it's then done. Yeah. Like cut off. Exactly. And And then I I don't have to. fulfill my fantasy and that's it. Yes. And you don't want to do that with your regular partner. I
1: I would not want, like, at least this, the kind of kink that I like, the, the, the bondage, the someone telling me what to do. I don't want to have that in my relationship. Does he know? My partner.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And he doesn't push, he doesn't go. I would no. like to do that with you.
1: What, he would like. No, he's never said that. He said we could, but I'm like. Mm. I, I'd rather try other things with him.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I don't know. I just, In yeah. One
0: sense it, 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 on one side, it makes total sense.
1: I, I don't want my boyfriend to, to treat me like that.
0: Hmm, I find it very interesting. I. We can do a whole other podcast about this. <laughs> no, I don't know. I. I. I, like I do The line between your loving relationship and your fantasies.
1: Yes. I'm...
0: But then, other question: like, when you have sex with him, do you fantasize about it? Yes. So then, you're just doing it in your head. Uh, and when you masturbate, I would assume.
1: So when I have sex with him, um I don't think that so much is happening in my head. Okay. I
0: that's what I meant with
1: the with the intenseness. It's also we look like sometimes there are times when you look each other a lot in the eyes mm-hmm. and like and that's what gives it this immense intenseness. Mm-hmm. When I masturbate it's sometimes so and so sometimes I think about him sometimes it's again the fantasy Mm -hmm. Um, and then it might be that I think of an experienced fulfilled fantasy or something or that I look for some porn that does that what I find interesting at that Mm -hmm.
0: moment you don't have to tell me this but it's one of my standard questions. Have you ever had a bad sexual experience? And I'm, what I mean by that is that you were forced to do something against your will that you didn't really want to do.
1: Uh, I'm actually thinking about it. I, uh, I was never forced to do anything. I think there were two occasions where I brought myself in a situation where I wasn't comfortable and where I wanted to get out without being too direct to the other person. Mm-hmm. Because then if you kind of you start going at it and uh yeah if you if you basically if it's starting and then you say, okay no, I I, I don't want this, I'm I'm leaving now. Um so in that sense I wasn't forced anything and it's it's definitely. It's just uncomfortable. Situation. It's just like incredibly uncomfortable situation that I feel like <laughs> I got myself into. Hmm. I don't even blame blame those guys because I went there. Right, I chatted with
0: them. So basically, the answer is no.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know how the
0: the context. Yeah. That. No, 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 but it's so good. To-
1: Sorry, I thought because if something bad has happened, oh, what was the exact phrasing of the The phrasing,
0: it, it's more about, like, getting sexually harassed or raped or, you know, like, something being done against your will, but by somebody else, obviously not yourself. No, but it's I good mean, to hear about that you're... I, actually, you didn't really inflict it on yourself because you left. You yes. didn't go through with it.
1: Sure, but the thing is, me being a very... I was a mentally sensitive person. At least I feel like if if something stresses me mentally mm-hmm. that can do things to me. Like depending on how bad it is, it can bring me up to a point where i am like in a massive panic attack and only medication will bring me down. Uh I'm and since then, since I know that I have that and I, I I'm just trying I need to be careful about how my emotional response is to the things. Mm-hmm. And if the pressure then it just gets too much, I it, it just... Right. So, yeah, sometimes these things, even though from outside, I don't know, I felt pretty bad in the end still. Um, yeah. I mean, if something was done, on like, no, I would honestly say no, apart, like, from the random... Randomly being grabbed at inappropriate places mm. when I didn't want to in clubs mm. by...
0: Been there, done that. Yeah.
1: Like in... From sometimes really older guys. Oh. Like 50 plus.
0: Ugh, and then you're so young.
1: Some women actually in the UK. Really? Yes. So that... like But the thing is, that didn't bother me. There was one time where a girl actually followed me around that long, and then at some point she literally stuck her tongue into my mouth. Ew! I turned to her and was like, yeah, now I know I'm gay.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, there was that plus side (laughs) of that event.
1: So, no, 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 it was after I was out there, but I, I just wanted to see her face because she was being annoying so much.
0: And then she stuck her tongue in your mouth?
1: Yes well, she wanted to hook, hook up with me, clearly. Right. All evening. So, yeah, that but is, I...
0: That is kind of sexual harassment, though. Because you didn't really consent. Did you say, bring I, it on, or... Like, no,
1: at all. I, I always, whenever she came somewhere, I left.
0: So, that would be your one experience?
1: Yeah, dad and the old guys in some clubs when they come up and they pinch your ass. Yeah. No. Um, but still, like... Um, yes it was I fortunately still didn't have the feeling I was out of control mm. And
0: but that's interesting though because I think we normalize um, you know that pinching butts and grabbing and people doing that because they're drunk or something or think that's a normal way of wooing and you know in that way it's okay but let's Let's have this scenario. Let's say you're a woman, and you're in a club, and then this old guy comes up and grabs you by the pussy. Like that would be very bad. Mm-hmm. But when it happens to you, it's kind of like, oh well. Like I think, I think in the gay scene, it's a bit normalized more than with sure. women. Is sure. what I'm trying to say.
1: I've never thought about it like that. Maybe. Um, uh i can definitely see your point um the thing is in both scenarios yeah the thing is i for some reason didn't feel that threat maybe it was because i had friends around or something and if i would i don't know if i'd say now okay a lot of people especially women have experienced much much worse Mm -hmm. um
0: yeah, but then still,
1: and it's always funny. I, I find it always funny, and, and that is just me. I'm, I'm not saying about any, like, not talking about anyone. Um, if that someone had done, I would find incredibly attractive, I wouldn't have been offended.
0: All right, that's interesting
1: yeah so i at least i think I'm, i don't think it has ever so happened or something for you
0: a little bit more like um a type of flirting and you were not interested so you're like Meh, God,
1: maybe maybe off.
0: and then if it had been a hot guy then you probably at least like, the okay. pinching in the ass
1: because that was compared to the to the sticking the tongue down my mouth um was very short and it like it was he was walking by and then pinching my ass yeah. like not that that it's bad or something it's just he didn't walk up to me and stick his tongue down my throat mm-hmm. um, um you know
0: just people out there like whatever happened to just saying hey or oh, hi you look good tonight like you know you don't have to pinch somebody's ass to get their attention just saying
1: oh yeah i i, I wouldn't do that ever
0: <laughs> i just don't get it let's end on a fun note um what was the best sex experience you've ever had? <clears throat> like the most mind-blowing sex.
1: The most mind-blowing sex. Again, I'd have to say um, one time it was with excitement and one time was not w- with like the, the intenseness of a romantic partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go for the excitement, then it was a guy in Zurich. Oh, he just couldn't kiss. But the rest was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was He was one of the worst kisses, but the sex again turned out to be like really the perfect combo between um, uh, well uh, between being like forceful, but still, like not brutal or anything. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the perfect kind of, uh, kind of macho, but n- not macho. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, like being a bit dominant.
1: Yes. Whereas, so that in terms of excitement was definitely like in terms of, like he had, for example, he had already installed two handcuffs on his bed on the sides and so she's like, so at you some point, in and
0: he went. Spring!
1: no 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 he didn't do it he basically he put like uh, like during the sex at some point he puts me on the back stretches out my arms and puts my handcuffs on there
0: you were like okay
1: no it was that because it was the right amount of much.
0: weren't you scared like did you know this guy yeah yeah you already knew him. Yes. This is not the stranger you hooked up with and cried
1: Yes, but I didn't know that he was gay or into that.
0: What do you mean? You didn't so he was him. a
1: friend of a friend. Okay. So I had seen him a couple of times. I've never talked to him longer than five minutes. So,
0: so you knew him a little bit. Yes. He could still be a serial killer.
1: True. But I cooked him dinner first.
0: Well, that obviously (laughs) changes everything.
1: I don't know. It's just like, I like that.
0: (laughs) Now Um, he will not kill you because you cooked a great dinner.
1: Yes. And he was already What if the dinner
0: hadn't been good? Oh, gosh. Then he would have been like, (laughs) that was useless. I don't
1: know. And the other thing, the...
0: The non-excitement version?
1: I would say my current partner because um he's got this and he has this thing where he looks you in the eyes very intensely and it gives you goosebumps and it's in a way scary but in a way very very good sorry
0: (laughs) no it's fine i'm happy for you and i also hate you a little bit sorry um thank you so much
1: you're welcome thanks for watching.
0: your sex <laughs> Thank you.